It's Cyberpunk Part 2. Is this the greatest game or overhyped garbage? Uh, the internet's top gaming journalists will address all of your concerns on this cybernetically enhanced bowl of dude soup. Are you the internet's top game? We all are. Oh, okay. All right. Matt <laughs> especially. Should I be here? <laughs> like, should I be here? I was like, Alana's gone and Rob Smith is working down the street. <laughs> Matt Peak, you definitely count. You edited uh, Inside Gaming News for mm -hmm. years. For years and years. I did. You had to accidentally uh, learn something. You're definitely, you are definitely an expert. It was fun times. <laughs> I, uh, truth is, I didn't tell a lot of people this, but... When I write scripts, I basically just, I throw questions out into the room and I wait for Matt Peake to say something and then I write it down as fast as oh, I can. And then you, I get credit for it. You've been plagiarizing Matt Peake. If he doesn't write it down, it's not plagiarism. He puts it in his own word. He does all right. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yes, welcome to this podcast. Uh, essentially, I solicited a lot of opinions off Twitter about the Cyberpunk gameplay demo. We'll be oh. ticking through those and addressing them because... Uh, I, I've seen the demo twice, so I, I can kind of, yeah, I know, I'm bragging. Lay down. Um, <laughs> lay down. But lay the point down. is I can kind of tell what's heavily scripted and what isn't based on the difference between the two. Anyway, I'm going to introduce my panel of cyber experts now. Um, first off, we got limp titty expert Bruce Green. What am I? That's a reference from the demo. Oh, right, that's right. I was like, what a fucking deep cut. She was, uh, well, oh. no, she was passed out. Yes. She wasn't dead. Okay. And the physics on it were pretty, oh, pretty right. A+. They were pretty good, yeah. I think there might have even been a little enhancement in there. There was like a part of the boob that wasn't quite sloshing. Oh. Anyway, we got Samurai Cholo, Adam Kovic. <laughs> Whoa. Cool. These all sound like insults. They're and not. And you have to accept them I too. Know. That's the funny part. With city speak, it's okay. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you're the one who's being racist, but actually it's me. Man. <laughs> and then we got the uh, sparkly cyber tree, Matthew Peak. Sparkly cyber. I remember. Yeah, that you don't part. remember the sparkly. I called it. I, I want to see if that handle's available somewhere. And we have a special guest, what? the super cyber pup, Morgan. Oh, yeah. Down there slightly <laughs> off frame. Oh, she's asleep now. now you know, yeah, it's she's all being right. being good. Oh, oh land your back. there she goes. That's what happens. People don't know that. When you get married, you inherit a dog. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. That's what happens. Yeah. The, the city pulls up and they go, here's your fucking dog. <laughs> here's your free dog. Yeah. Sucker. Those pounds are overflowing. Aw. It's <laughs> a good pup. I like uh, Morgan. She's pretty good. This podcast has two sponsors, so it will be a slightly shorter podcast today. Sponsored by Udemy and Dollar Shave Club. You can go to... U Hold on a minute. <laughs> Oh, gross. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you can go to ude.my slash dude right now and get 90% off when you sign up for classes. And you can go to dollarshaveclub.com slash dude to pick up your own Dollar Shave Club starter set for just $5. Thank you, sponsors. I'll more from them later. So first up, yes, Cyberpunk, the whole thing. Uh, the Mad Lads at CD Projekt did the whole thing and just... Published the whole gameplay demo. I had, I had a feeling they would, because they showed it to a lot of people. I thought they were going to do it eventually, like after they had a release date, maybe in like the months leading up to it. Mm -hmm. But no, yeah. here we are, probably more than a year away from release, and they just dropped the whole thing. Also, they did a really we, un, unintentionally, maybe intentional smart thing. They live streamed it on Twitch, which I guess I was unaware their account is partnered. So oh yeah, they got they, all the prime subs. subs they apparently subs. they apparently got over fifty thousand subs. God. Holy shit! In that time, so that's, like so that's grand. funding development. Well, it funded the creation of the gameplay video for sure. Yeah, I, for that justified someone's job right there. It, yeah, that for, two hours or yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, for, right. for CD Project, that's kind of a drop in the bucket. I mean, I know they have their own game distribution platform, but yeah, it's so it's so it's weird. funny how the it's funny you bring that up because yeah, the path used to be invite a bunch of doughy white dudes into a room, show them a thing so they write articles about it. Then it became, why do we have to do that? We can just stream it ourselves. 
And now it's moved from that, well, wait, we can make money off of advertising our game. Yeah. This is the world we live in. And it, yeah, it was weird. Once the gameplay demo ended, I just saw showers of Twitch Prime subs and chat. And cheers and all just that. Just throwing your yeah. $5. So it's very cyberpunk, Yeah, what they did. Smart. It did, it, like, imagine a weird, uh, imagine a, a scenario where, like, I don't know, you're watching uh, Johnny Carson, afterwards you threw money at the screen, but it did something. <laughs> well, to me it's like a live Kickstarter, basically, right? Like, yeah, I, mean, I, know, I know the game's already, it already exists, but like, that's basically what we're doing now. And so that's, a, we're watching the yeah, game and I mean, like, the, here, here, make it, make it, and get yeah, more Yeah, I mean, the game's well-funded by the Polish government or whatever, so it's like, or by Witcher 3 sales, and yeah. it's still Witcher 2 sales and other stuff, but they're like, that, I, I was so happy yeah, <laughs> that I, we got to watch that whole thing. cool. Dude, oh, you oh, watched it, Matt? Oh, good. I want to be as informed as possible. I like that you're trying to save the editor from blurring it. Cool, Omar. I got you, bud. Wow. I'm covering covering up the sensitive bits here. Uh, uh, for audio listeners, uh, oh, Lawrence is hugging a uh, no, yeah, 75-inch monitor. <laughs> We're going to have to blur that. I'm going to be in there. Well, I mean, this is on YouTube, right? It's not sexual nudity. It's just a little guy. Just I don't know it. that it's on YouTube, to be honest with you. It is. I, Oh, it is? It yeah. Boobs? Yeah. But it could get age-gated. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's right. It could be age-gated. Whatever. We're sponsored, baby. We what? got... CD Projekt has all their prime subs. We got Udemy and Dollar Shave Club cutting our checks. When, <laughs> when do we get to the point where nipples just don't matter anymore? Soon. Like, Thank this, you. This weird double-edged sword where a Soon. guy can walk around without a top, but a woman can't. He's like, no, those are different. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? Milk like, comes out of there. Yeah. Well, the, the difference gross. is that we get turned on and we might, can't control our sexual urges. Let me let me throw this question Bruce to you. Bruce is woke as shit Are right we now. only turned on because we never see them? No. No. I'm turned on because it doesn't matter when I see boobs. I've seen no, boobs 100,000 times. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. <laughs> we, we went to a, a nude pool, uh, whatever. Is, it, is that what you call it? Topless pool or whatever <gasps> in Vegas, the Wynn. That was oh, one yeah. of those. We stayed there one day and like, just got topless and I'm like, I need a push this down. <laughs> it's I was like, romantic, though. I, I know, but inappropriate boner, like, at the pool, and yeah. I was like, because I was like, I've seen him a million times, and he was like, something about being out in public, yeah. where it's like, it's like, this is this is hot all this. She's free. just, yeah. We can't control I mean, ourselves. There's like this secondary lump down here. Yeah. I think there's some cyber enhancement to this tit. Oh, I see what you're saying. We yeah. need to cyberly enhance our brain so we don't get attracted by boobs out in the pub, in the wild. I did. That's called chemical castration. <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I've wondered about, oh, we're getting a little sidetracked. Guess what, it's a podcast. So I, I've, I've actually wondered about that. If humanity could progress to the state where certain logical inconsistencies about our reality are taken out. For instance, like, uh, I feel like eating meat is going to be on the chopping block pretty soon. Yeah. If they can reach into your brain and like flip off the thing that makes you want steak, at what point are you losing out on some of the fun of just being a dumb human? If you don't want to look at tits anymore, what's the point? I agree. I always want to look at boobs. Yeah, thank you for oh, that. Oh, nice. Hot take. Ooh. Oh, we didn't even complete. <laughs> it was half no, a hot That shit's take. too annoying to let run out all the way. <laughs> I wanted to it's see It's like three seconds long. I was going to say, nobody knows what it says even. It says uh, hot take on it. It's hot topic, actually. That's why it never gets there. Oh, whatever. All right, so uh, I, I solicited <laughs> open opinions on the internet. Um, the idea being that we already, or I specifically, kind of already talked through the whole demo. We also did a live reaction thing. It'll be up on roosterteeth.com. Fairly soon, if you were interested in that. But what I wanted to do is uh, hear what you guys have to say. So uh, I solicited uh, comments, pulled out some of the more standout tweets, and here they are. And we can address them roundtable style. Right Specifically, Matt, I'm sure we'll be diving in heavy on a lot of these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is from Stephen Blomkamp. says, uh, all looked like gameplay except for that scavenger car chase. Just a little too canned slash choreographed to be completely dynamic gameplay-wise IMO, unless the chase ends the same way every time at the same point. And Stephen's um, a game developer, so... 
He can speak to something. Yeah, yeah, he works for a game dev. Uh, I think, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. That's Having seen it twice now, again, bragging. <laughs> that's the one thing that stood out to me is that that car chase went exactly the same way both times. Whereas all the gunfights and stuff were very subtly different. They looked mm -hmm. like actual gameplay. But that car chase was straight up and down the exact same. Like the guy fell out, got ran over, the car swerved and hit the same thing. Mm. So yeah, in watching it the first time, I was, I was curious how much of it was scripted and how much wasn't. Hmm. The car chase, I think, was pretty thoroughly scripted. But. Yeah, I'm trying to think, did The Witcher ever have, Witcher 3, ever have a scripted moment that, was, that came from a branching path? Like a, a horse ride where the same thing would just happen over and over if you did a certain thing a certain way? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. That was the question I kept asking when we were watching it. Was like, I wanted to see, it's like, well, what happens if you shoot a civilian? Or right. what happens if you want to walk into this other building? Or, mm -hmm. you know, like, imagine if you have a flying car, can you go up to different levels and, like, see, like, that's what, what I was more interested in. What happens if you really take what you're doing off the rails, which, yeah, they didn't, I didn't really see a lot of it in there. That's what I'm curious about. Well, I, I mean, like, I know, Matt, you obviously, like, I was making the comparisons to Skyrim, because it, you know, obviously it's an RPG. It feels like an RPG, first person. But... Skyrim feels like you can do anything. Mm -hmm. um, you can literally just walk out into the wilderness and find things. And this I was wondering about hmm. because the because it felt kind of canned. Yeah, but so, it's also the beginning of the game, so Skyrim's yeah, pretty yeah. canned. And then and then it opens up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting after you do the fixer mission, you get your spider bot, which seems like it's a pretty base gameplay mechanic. I'm expecting at that point they're like, okay, you could go to the fixer again, get another mission, or just wander around, find yeah. side quests and stuff. Skyrim's also it's one of those games where, or just I guess Bethesda games in general, it's a, a mile wide, an inch deep yeah, sort yeah. of thing. This has seemed a little bit, I'm giving it mm. too much credit because we only saw this vertical slice, but it definitely felt something more like Deus Ex, but like the, it was almost more like Deus Ex meets Grand Theft Auto. That was sort of the vibe I was getting, and I mean, I guess you can play GTA in first person if you're a monster. Uh, <laughs> I tried it; I just get, I was getting sick because when you roll, you roll. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, regardless, um, I was overall stupidly impressed. Mm. Like more more about the population density. I think what Assassin's Creed is the only other game that's been like mm. that. But th those also just look like dumb robots hitting yeah. each other. Usually like, had crowds, but... Yeah, those those look like... They do kind of smush up a lot. They looked more like people. Matt, do you uh, think you're going to play hundreds of hours like you did with Skyrim? Uh, I hope so. It's just a matter of, am I going to make time for it? Uh, still trying to make time for a Kerbal Space Program. That's how backed <laughs> up I am. So no, I, I would love to. I thought it looked quite awesome. The city did look, yeah, like you said, very dense. There's a lot you can... Minutia you could get into. Um, I'm still just curious. If you Did you play Witcher? No, I want to uh, play that. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring that up. In regards to what you guys were saying about taking quests off the rails, you can do that in Witcher. Like, the quest giver, you can just stab him, and then his quest failed, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've, I accidentally lost several quest lines just because of, like, not going to the right place at the right time. There was one series of quests where they were going to go fight this demon thing, and I didn't want to do it right then, so I was like, I'm not gonna go. And they were like, okay, see ya, and then they left, and I was like, shit! <laughs> so I like tried to catch up to them. By the time I got there, there were just a bunch of dead bodies on the floor. I was like, oh wow. Well, that's that then, I <laughs> guess we're done. And then I looted them all. <laughs> well, I liked what they were doing with the branching paths, because what I, I like when you play a game with any sort of dialogue tree, and you do the thing where you're like, this feels like the wrong thing to do, but it results in a good outcome, because someone's like basically saying like, I like your maverick attitude. Let's go about that. There's oh. a scene later where you fight the guys, uh, what is it, like the deadheads or whatever, the 
Is that what Psycho they're called? Gang. Psycho Gang, yeah. The lights on their head. Yeah, yeah. and it, like, it escalates, and it's sort of like you got to pull your gun out, and you're like, oh, this can get ugly, but then it, it sort of dies down. Um, I remember going back to, I think, the original Fable. There's a moment where, the, like the very beginning, you're like, there's a couple making out, and you can tell on them. But they're, they, they pay you, and they're like, don't tell anyone. You're like, okay, I won't tell anyone. And so it's like, you're evil. And then I went and told the guards that those people are making out which is double evil, but he went, you did a good thing, and it brought me back up to zero, and I was like, no, you idiot, like, I should, I, I did, I was really evil, so I'm hoping this game hmm. has some sort of morality system, like, because they're, hmm. they seem to be going off the whole cyberpunk ethos that it's, everything's very gray, yeah. there are no good guys, there are no bad guys, it's just, you're in it with, for yourself, and everyone's trying to fuck each other over, and if you can survive, good for you. So, I don't know. That, that got me the most interested. And that and the combat actually looked pretty good. Yeah, the, yeah, that would be interesting. I feel like the only way they could do that is by introducing characters that you care about as opposed to having, like, like Fable did, a numerical morality system or even like, a, like Skyrim has a, a, a reputation system. So, if you're wanted in a particular town for stealing too much stuff, that's how they try to work in like moral consequence. That's well, yeah. not really moral though. There's a reputation with different factions. Right? Yeah, you accidentally yeah. shot a guy with an arrow, and now he's like, this whole team or his whole faction hates you. Right. Stupid. Yeah. Really now stupid. you can't finish a quest because it's in the town with all the guys that hate you. That's cool. I end up having to murder the town. Yeah. I forget which one it was, <laughs> but I remember went in there. And there he is. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? It's like, I hit a guy yep. 30 hours prior, and so I murdered the town. Found the one guy who gave me the quest. Did the quest and left. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was vampires. I uh, <laughs> the storm cloaks of the vampires or whatever right. else. Yeah. yeah. I uh, well, move on to the next one. All right, Ross uh, writes. It's a mixture of a lot of things, but it reminded me a lot of Deus Ex. I wish you can change the third person view. Would like to see our character in full view. Yeah, that was an interesting toss up. Uh, I remember a lot of people got mad when CD Projekt reminded everyone that it was going to be a first person game. There is an aspect of wanting to see your pretty cyber doll, but uh, I I feel like I feel like the balance is correct that it's first person for shooting. Third person for conversation or dialogue. Some of it. They have the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. So then you can see all the fun shit you put on your dolly. I wonder if you can pull up. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you can pull up like a character screen, like an equipment screen, so that you can just see your little person standing there. They show like, that a I've few times. Well. They showed the character creation screen. They no, didn't there's show a few any... times they go through the loadout and oh, really? they're like standing with a gun oh. and stuff. Yeah, okay, I didn't remember. There's that. a couple times they're just floating there, so like, yeah, I guess you can see it, but like, yeah, it would be kind of cool if you could like. Emo or something like lean against a wall, yeah. like smoke, photo you know, cyber smoke or whatever. And then there's like a photo mode, and you like just take a shot of yourself smoking or it's whatever. Like, like it's like Overwatch. Cool. Overwatch, when you emote, it pulls oh. out third person. You yeah. can see what, the, what your character's doing, then it goes back to the first so That'd be person. nice. Something like that. Well, that, that has hooks though, because that plays into the monetization of the game. They want you to they want you to rub your nipples while you're staring at emotes because <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. they want you to have more of them. And if you can't unlock them with all the stupid gold or stupid chests, then oh, whatever. Uh, Lauren, yes. CD Projekt's your friend. They'll never yeah. ask you for money. <laughs> never. Never DRM, never money. Your friend. Uh, Lauren Adenzer writes, It definitely surpassed my expectations. The only element I struggled to get on with was the dialogue. The swearing is cute for a while, but gets old fast. But whereas I usually wait for a sale or general reaction to a game, think I'm just going to go straight in with it. Yeah, there was a lot of swearing. Uh, this, is a, this is a tough future with tough... <laughs> Dudes that say bad words all the I time. I know it just kind of sm- it smacks of unrealistic though. I don't know. That, yeah. That's what I was saying when we watched it. I don't know. It felt, it felt strange. They're pouring it. They're pouring it on a little thick, but whatever. Yeah, they Big were. Big deal. They were. I've never read a cyberpunk book other than Snow Crash. You never read Neuromancer? No. Oh, man. Um, do they 
drop a lot of F-bombs because they're written by... There's usually a character that's there to show how hard the world is. Okay. Yeah, it's it. You know, there's that thing where like the bad guy shoots one of his own henchmen to show you how evil he yeah. is. Sure. There's usually one of them, and they do it. Yeah, you know, they talk that way. Yeah. See, I would love a moment like that, but I, I feel like we've uh, we've we've become self-aware of those moments. So like, it'd be awesome if a guy shot someone, tried to look tough, and then someone called him out on it. Like, you just fucking shot Bill. You, what the hell? We yeah, were like, just hating. And he's like, and he's like, no, but but I'm. Come on, dude, my tough day. And they're like, no, dude, like, <laughs> you killed our friend. Yeah, and they like report him to HR or whatever it is. And it's like, I feel like we're at that point. We're at this, I hate fucking saying this, we're at the Rick and Morty level Ooh. of where you can. Yeah, we see, well, we know the tropes. Yeah, you know the tropes, and we are ahead of them that we can mock them. Right. But it's funny that now we're mocking them. I don't want to say Rick and Morty is the only thing that's doing it. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Sure. Rick and Morty audience kind of bothers me. I'm one of them, and I bother myself. Hey, you, you too are smart. <laughs> Excellent. You don't need a college degree to enjoy Rick and Morty, but it helps. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Nick writes, hot take, beyond the style slash world design, the game doesn't look like it's doing anything groundbreaking. Ooh, More of a culmination of systems we've seen from other studios and games. I don't know that I disagree. Um, yeah. I, the Blizzard's made yeah. an entire, like a multi-billion dollar empire out of that, yeah. where they don't invent the genre, they just perfect it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Looks like it's been put into its own words quite nicely. I don't, I don't know if I was expecting anything groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe I was. I was. I was. Yeah. The way people talked about it, I was expecting something that was like this brand new, like I don't know, hybrid of genres, um. and it's not. Um, it looks great, but I, I keep waiting. Again, I keep waiting for the aha moment when you pull out and all of a sudden you can do everything in the world, and it's GTA. I'm like, holy fuck! Like that would blow my mind. Yeah. It'll probably never be GTA levels because they're still grounding it. Yeah, that's actually what I really like. Oh, that you about don't it. get planes, potentially. Maybe. I mean, you don't get any of that stuff at the beginning of a GTA game either. That's true. I think it's kind of important to remember that. Yeah. Uh, I, it is interesting that you you brought that up about how people talked so so hugely. They did bust out my dictionary word for yeah. it. Yeah, I, I was bummed uh, that everyone was so glowing about it after E3. Not that it didn't deserve it. But I also, and we'll get into this later, I do feel like for those that saw the demo, there was a dash of responsibility to not overhype people on it. Yeah. Because that's going to be a thing now, now that everyone's seen this demo, as that people are going to whip themselves up into fury. But I think this demo is pretty responsible in pre presenting a realistic view of what the game will be. And it's kind of on people now about how they take it. Previously, kind of like we said at the outset of the podcast, used to be on media to, to sort of relate and establish those expectations. That'll Which be interesting I, to see what I happens. would say, at least on our side, you being the media part, I remember vividly the podcast you did. It was actually, you were, you nailed it. Like, everything you were describing is what we ended up seeing. Yeah. And it was actually cool watching it with you and Alana and you guys being like, oh, this is coming up. Oh, it's this thing. And it was like... We didn't spoil it? I was worried about that. I didn't want to be the guy. Like, oh, watch this part. Oh, no, it was totally fine. Because I, I knew I was going to watch it again. No. Um, I don't know. I, I think it has a, for lack of a better word, an attitude... It has a, it has a general vibe, and it's sticking to it. Deus Ex, for all of its, uh, for all all the things I love about it, it still feels kind of bland. Hmm. Um, Adam Jensen is just sort of a, is a, he's a constant six or seven out of ten. <laughs> Doesn't really, there's nothing he really does that's special. Yeah. Um, he's sort of just like he is a blank slate that you can put yourself on. These, th this world at least has character. It has density. It has detail um, it just it, it felt immersive and I think that that's 
all a game has to do. Doom, like your shirt says. Titanfall, like your shirt says. Yeah. Funhouse. <laughs> These three things have never, they have not done anything new. They just sort of perfected the things that were already there. Yeah. And when, when you see a game that's a first person shooter and that the mission goes this certain length, and then all of a sudden you get uh, claw arms and you're wall running, so it does something different, but it also does that well, I think it gets people excited. And then there's also a, a branching dialogue path, and they know there's, you know, there's going to be multiple options and multiple ways to play. Like I think that that's just sort of what get, gets people excited. It doesn't have to be new. It just has to be well done. Yes, yeah, for sure. It's all about you always gameplay. It's all about the gameplay. It always mm -hmm. is. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just say I was very excited about that wall run. I think there was only one in there, but very excited for that. Fact, yeah, the claws were dug into the wall. Yeah, can you can you wall run any time? Is what I want to know. I don't know. And, and well, chain yeah, why that did, into why did she bust out the the claw arms? They just started unlocking things to show you. Near gotcha. The end. That's why you got all the crazy guns and like all the upgrades. That was just sort of a, a smorgasbord of, of so that that's an upgrade things. you would get later. Yeah, if you like spec yourself out in that direction. Gotcha. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is like, what else is there? Ooh. Yeah, right? Maybe tons. Uh, Casey, right? Casey Ramthan, uh, which, by the way, I slaughtered Lauren's name. She's in chat. Apologies about that. Uh, says, I could say a million different positives, but one thing I'm skeptical of is the, quote, your decisions will ripple through space and time and alter history <laughs> pitch. Mass Effect made me feel ill with disappointment after using the same verbiage. Uh, but then again, it's CD Projekt Red. So, Casey... One interesting thing is they never said that in the demo. They didn't even hint at that. The closest thing they hint at is that in the intro, you shoot up a bunch of like organ harvesters, and then later a, a van full of them comes after you. That was the only like extended consequence thing that they mentioned. So my theory is kind of like Witcher 3. The variants will be contained within a single mission path. So in that mission where you're stealing the spider bot, you can go about it A, B, C different ways. But at the end of that mission, you're gonna have the spider bot, and that'll be closed off. So going out from there, how you run that mission may mean that that gang is either aggressive towards you or not. But I feel like the only consequences are going to be contained inside of a single quest line, and then apart from that, it's just gonna be who, who shoots at you on the street. Hmm. And I feel like that's pretty manageable. Do you feel like at this point, we were talking about this a little bit after the live stream, that if the game was fairly linear, and I had a couple of little branching paths, it'd be forgiven just because they just got the game out? Or do you think it's one of those things that people would be up in arms about it? Like, would you be okay with them doing a somewhat linear game, like a Deus Ex, um, where the endings don't change too much, and then have them go crazier with cyberpunk, cyberpunks? Well, 2078 cyberpunk? or... 2078, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever the next one is. That's a good question. Um, I, I'm not one, I'm not much of one for story variation as gameplay variation, so... If the quest is the same, but it's like, how do you get over the wall? And if I can shoot through it, jump over it, move boxes to climb through it, convince somebody to unlock it for me, like, that's what matters to me. Mm -hmm. Incidentally, that's also the harder thing to do right. uh, from a gameplay perspective. So uh, I think I, hmm, I wouldn't mind a linear game in this world looking like it does. Yeah. That's good enough. Uh, but I'm glad they're making this with what they are. I'm, I would just say, like, if it meant the game coming out in 2020 versus 2021, oh. would you be okay with, like... I'm okay with waiting. Yeah. i got so many games to play. Yeah. That's a good point. I was going to ask Matt, because I know that yeah. there, are, there are lots of times you, you put time into a game and then play it for hours and hours and hours. Skyrim. What will push this to the top of your queue? Man. You know? I don't know. Probably just uh, unforeseen circumstances in life when it comes out, and it's like, you yeah. know, kind of... I don't know about anything in particular of 
the development is like, oh, they did something off the chart that's going to make me buy this and play this now. I think it's just timing with generally what's going on in my life. Or I can just pledge to do it right now. I could. Well, and that's the um, thing. That's why I, yeah. I wanted to see if there was like something you're like, if it's like Skyrim, are you in? Like first day, let's well, do it. But Skyrim, know? I didn't play till like six years after it came out. <laughs> <laughs> but it had just released that year again, probably. <laughs> On some console. Okay, toaster. the remaster. So, Which yeah, one? when they do a remaster <laughs> of this, <laughs> ten years from now. No. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. It's funny, because uh, they, did they ever re-release Witcher 3 with like all DLC packed in, probably? They did a Game bundle, the but there wasn't any sort of up, to my knowledge, any, any sort of uptick in I don't even know what that would mean. Also, well, the other thing, too, uh, for the listening and watching audience, Matt is now the proud owner of a PC. That's right. He's a, yes. He built a gaming PC. So, I mean, like, because that's, that's obviously where we're all going to play gonna this play game. It. I would imagine yeah. it was on PC. Yeah. So. And it also will have some multiplayer component, but they haven't... Oh, haven't, really? Oh, did they say that? Yeah. Oh, they shit. said it'll have some kind of multiplayer, but haven't said anything else about it. Huh. That's really interesting. It'd be cool to just the co-op missions together. That'd, That'd be, be fun. Cool. Yeah, just even if it's like, uh, no one played it, but uh, Syndicate? Yeah. Well, we, wait, played we played a lot it. together. I, I, was gonna, I beat yeah. it. I was going to wait hey. to bring that game up at some point, because there's definitely patterns from that game man. that you see in this game, and I love that game. It wasn't was bad. Game. It does the thing. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Mm. It was, but it, yeah, it's it was executed well for There wasn't a lot of co-op art, like action RPG shooters at the time. Yeah. That, I guess that's actually a good comparison because Syndicate came and went, and most people were angry at Syndicate because it did feel like a cash grab. It was a, didn't have a campaign. It had a very small yeah, one. It did. Yeah, Single player? Oh, it did. I completely forgot oh, about that. Oh, they meant like a, a marketing campaign. No, uh, so, no, it absolutely had a campaign. I yeah, beat right. that damn thing. <laughs> There's campaign a story. Was there yeah, was a story. The, it's not... Yeah, you a, were like, it was RoboCop, basically. You rejected as a kid or whatever. Yeah! yeah. It wasn't... Boy, that's coming back thing, It wasn't terrible. It actually had a pretty good soundtrack. Fucking Skrillex was on yeah. there. Yeah. That was a good remix. Um, but that one, it had everything going against it. It's it's so weird because there's there are similarities between that and Cyberpunk. So e, it's EA, boo, already. Immediately, <laughs> everyone's mad. They took a franchise of a, a type of game that people love that was completely different. Um, Cyberpunk itself, too, was a, it's a book and a tabletop game, right? Like a, uh, a D&D mm-hmm. type game. So it's just amazing that these are the polar opposites where, you know, EA, boo, Cyberpunk, yay! Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> yeah, CD Projekt, all right, yeah. fantastic. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I kind of want to give Syndicate another another go, just to, I guess to scratch my cyberpunk itch. It I'll might be play. a little weird to go I'll back. I'll play with you. Oh. Really? If you want to do... Um, Never got to do the co-op, actually. It's the on co-op's good. It's a whole... Is it, on, it was a console only, or was it on PC? It's got to be on PC, right? Maybe. Oh. That was a weird time. That's like Dead Space. <laughs> around the, the Dead Space time where like everyone was like, fuck PC, and then like eventually, like actually, now it's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was on PC. Woo! Maybe weird. I'll play it again. Aloe was from 2012, man. Ports from that era are not the best. But maybe it's fine. You could hack people's brains. You could. And their head would explode a little bit. I've never, ever played this video game. But their their, their, their variation of hacking was... Yeah, you just do-do-do-do. You just look at people and cyber-hack them. That's it. You have to, like, upgrade the ability, but... It's, yeah, it's it's very, uh, man. If if, uh, Cyberpunk's chess, Syndicate was checkers. Pretty much. Uh (laughs) That was fun, though. Uh, ben Leonard writes, I thought the repeated line that everything was subject to change was a refreshing reminder of the realities of game development. Uh, I'm also concerned about traversing in vehicles. Unless the map is huge, there wasn't much drivable area, just narrow passages between on-foot areas. That was my concern, too. Yeah. Ben. it's. Uh, I didn't even really consider that. But, yeah, are there going to be, like, stupid little barriers preventing the car from entering places where pedestrians are? 
Because GTA, you can run over everyone. Right. But yeah. I don't know how that's going to work in a game like this. Yeah, and if there's not, do do they do you get a warrant on you similar to someone come after you? Does it matter, or right. is your reputation in some way? You know. Well, that was that was and, my main problem or yeah. question. That problem was what does the map look like? Because like if you pull out and like like GTA is like oh you've got the coast and you've got the mountains and you got like you know like basically that map is divided up into different areas. Mm-hmm. This one, I, w- I would imagine, was, do we say five areas? There are five other areas? Five districts of Night five City. Five districts, yeah. right. So, like, is each district another part of just the city? Or is this district a little more open? Like, is there a desert district? Is there mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. you know, coastal district or whatever? Maybe I don't know. more ethnic-related. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Maybe, like, an Asian district and a there's gonna Mexican be, district. Or, there will be, like, a Chinatown. I wonder if there's going to be, like, the rich suburbs, if oh, those even yeah. exist right. see that. in right. this world. They've got to exist. Oh, like the corporate executive area? They'll be like the, the Blade Runner, Tyrell Corp, you know, like a giant pyramid mm-hmm. in the city. Man, we sell the game developers. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just, I just want to see if other parts of it are more open, because that was my concern with this, is I was yeah. like, I, after a little bit of walking around, I was like, yeah, all right, there's another, you know, Times Square with 50 people in it mm-hmm. that I walk through and don't do anything with. Yeah. So it's neat the first time you see it, but then after the tenth or twentieth time, you're sort of like, you want to go to the hooker district, yeah. the red light district. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. sorry, the red neon light district. <laughs> it's all red light. To so say for me, at worst, even if all the car sequences are some form of again, at worst, on rail thing, you don't have too much control over. This game is still compelling for me. I don't, oh yeah, I don't yeah. even care if that's yeah. if that's the case. So that's true. I like that you're still holding the leash, like your dog's gonna go somewhere. I know, she's probably not, but. She's asleep on the floor and the doors are closed. <laughs> but Matt is still holding on for dear life. Does it upset you? I no, I just noticed. <laughs> it's fine. I observe things. I appreciate like, that. Overly sometimes. Uh, no good varmint writes, I haven't seen it yet, but will you still mention me? Yes. Uh, Cant Cream says, I really want to trust CD Projekt Red because they did great work with Witcher 3 and they seem very confident in that whopping 48 minute demo. But in the back of my mind, I just keep thinking of the Watch Dogs trailer, and I'm worried that might happen again. Same thing. So, Watch Dogs to me is fascinating. Because the gameplay demo that happened, the final game was pretty much like that. It was. It was close. Except that some of the graphics were swapped around. And I still don't, like, part of me gets why people got really upset about that, and part of me doesn't. Because the graphics changing didn't really... All the things in that original demo you can do in the final game. I think that Watch Dogs felt like, again, it felt like GTA but with hacking. That's what everybody's calling it. Yeah. So it's like, you could do anything, you can hack anything, and yeah. then it wasn't exactly. Well, because that original demo was very scripted and... Didn't feel there, it, though. There was a lot more graphic fidelity of just little things that... It, it, made, it made everyone think, oh, this is what the PS4 is going to do, this mm-hmm. is what the Xbox mm-hmm. One's going to do, and it was a target render, which is... A nice word. It's a nice way of just saying I'm lying to you. Yeah. Um, th- I'm sorry. I have had a I I had a dream like Martin Luther King when he made video games, <laughs> and I I put that dream into a visual um, representation. And this is what I want. This is my goal. This is what I want to get to. Their mistake was putting that out and showing it to the public. Mm-hmm. This to me is the actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like there are glitches. There are problems. It isn't completely polished. Many people have seen this gameplay demo at different iterations. So it's like, yeah, this is some this to me seems playable. It might be downgraded here and there. I can see, but uh I don't know. They're yeah. they're they're PC guys. They seem to be okay with mods and texture packs and making things stay pretty. So And Witcher that, 3 was beautiful. Like that yeah, game right, was was right. as beautiful as every gameplay demo said it would be. So. I'm really I, I don't know. That's that's probably the last thing on my mind of being like, it's not going to be like, like, I mean, if it turns into a side-scroller, then hey, I'm su- <laughs> you surprised me. <laughs> you got me. 
But for the most part, this looks this looks like a game. This, yeah, this struck me as highly plausible, as close to what we're gonna get. And there's a lot more to unpack. There's it's much longer than what was shown for Watch Dogs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's true. Yeah, that's good. Not, I mean, I guess you could see it showing up in a Kroby Cat video or whatever, where it's like a building disappears in the distance. Like, <gasps> that didn't happen before. Or horrible. You bump into a pedestrian and they don't have a name over their head. Or I, I guess. I mean, like. If you're that type of person who like gets on the ground and stares at the dirt and it's not the type of dirt that you wanted in the game, <laughs> that, I mean, I don't play games like that. I'm usually looking around, clicking, shooting anything that I can, and you know, if the, the pillar doesn't crumble the same way it did in a demo, I usually don't cry. Yeah. Brief aside for you, Adam. What's up? People are, people are losing their damn minds about a gameplay video of Spider-Man. Oh boy. What game? Uh, so this is WFC Tech. Oh. I wrote up an article on this. Basically, uh, there was a gameplay demo that got released, and everyone picked it apart, saying that uh, Insomniac has downgraded the graphics, including this gentleman who says, you should be ashamed of the downgrade. Essentially pointing to, like, you can't see the texture in his hat. And, oh, like, I see. So, essentially what, and uh, God bless him, James Stevenson, uh, this is just a brief aside real quick, we'll go back, get back to Cyberpunk in a second, but to me this is all connected about how people turn on games that they're really excited about. Yeah. So the community director at Insomniac, James Stevenson, is in the trenches, man, um, very politely and diplomatically replying to everyone who is, who is <laughs> throwing insults at Insomniac, <laughs> basically saying that, one, the video you're watching is compressed, so a lot of the detail's gone. Two, the sun moved, uh, so like there's a day-night cycle in the game, and in the demo that people are seeing, the sun is in a different spot. So a lot of the lighting effects aren't there because they're in the shadow. And then they also removed some of the, uh, some of the puddles. But, uh, so yeah, here's one. Here's one showing all the puddles. <laughs> he was literally replying to everybody. Yeah. Oh wait, that's not a puddle one. My bad. No, there's a puddle. No. Well, well the, there's a, there's so a bigger the, one oh. down. Question. Here we go. Look at, look at the puddles, they're gone. Okay. Oh, I see ya. Okay, so there used to be a puddle. They're not there anymore. There's yeah. less puddles. How dare you? I mean, that's okay. valid, I guess. Yeah? I see what they're what? saying. What, what was the reply? Uh, other, photos, other photos show they clearly did change. Also, they aren't as intense. I'm the developer explaining it to you, and you won't listen. Uh, so, yeah, I'm talking about shadows and reflections. Oh. Uh, but, yeah. I, okay. That dude is going to buy Spider-Man and play it for 40 <laughs> yeah, hours. Yeah, exactly. That motherfucker's going to buy it so hard. Yeah. Lawrence... There's Sorry, no what is the original comparison? What is it comparing it to? That uh, first minute and a half trailer or something that they showed see. two years ago? Like, what are those two, the, the side by side ones there? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to find out here. Oh, okay, okay. God damn it, every fucking blogger has this paragraph that doesn't matter. Cut it. Like, lead with the lead. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I'm copy editing right now. Uh, no, 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 no. E3 2018 demo, Nathan. No. I read this. And I didn't see. What are they comparing? I think this is the trailer that they showed last E3. It's on the bottom. Okay. Okay. Not this most recent oh. E3, but the one before the that. The two-minute one, and yeah, now, and now this is the new hour-long. Okay. I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know. People are—they're so upset about missing puddles. Well, and, and it's funny that the wounds are still this, this fresh. Yeah. From a game that came out a while ago. But this is this is why this is how people get battered uh, spouse syndrome, oh, yeah. where it's like, <laughs> this is why Bethesda goes, the game's done here, yeah. <laughs> like, which, and which they should. By the way, they've done yeah. so so well with like Fallout and stuff like that, where they're yeah. just like, it'll be done in three months. Here's the gameplay. Yeah. It might be a little glitchy. Enjoy the game. <laughs> and, <laughs> and everyone loves it. Yeah, and everyone yeah. loves it. Instead yeah. of like. 
Give me a flyby of rocks and like, yeah, yeah. look at these puddles. You're gonna, you're gonna lose your shit over puddles, kids. <laughs> well, we're gonna see these side by sides for Cyberpunk in about a year and a half. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, we, we are. Yeah. We are yeah, we're definitely true. gonna see them. That's true. And then hopefully James Stevenson will be the community manager over there. He will. Good. He's been Good. an insomniac Good. for Good. a long time. Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of get it. That but one does look better. It looks better, yeah. Sure. Sure. But yeah, the the it, when the dev is saying, well, the sun changed, video compressions are moving details. I don't know though. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, that's maybe the most one. telling one for the. The water the looks plaintiffs. better on the other one. Yeah. I mean, like, look no, again. But I'll. Go I'm gonna buy. Like, I, I want to play yeah. the game. Have you seen like the demo that? Is supposedly crappier. You see how fast things are moving and all the stuff you're doing. You're not going to notice these kind of things. I don't this think guy you will, will if you analyze it frame this by frame. Well, but nobody. <laughs> I mean, does, does the game have a photo mode? I mean, it's going to ruin my photos. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it has to have a photo mode. Is Spider-Man's a photojournalist and a scientist He's and a husband? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is he a husband? Uh, in the later versions, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure the game ends with him proposing to Mary Jane while he's like halfway in her butt. <laughs> what? I did not. <laughs> Realize these things were in these guys' yeah, brains at it's first. Like it's it's like, oh in. my goodness. Yeah, it's, okay, we're back on Cyberpunk. No, we're I not. We're, uh, we're reading an ad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, Morgan. While we may get to pretend we live yeah. in the future in Cyberpunk, you can live oh. in the actual future uh, with Udemy. <laughs> so this is an online academic uh, resource. Essentially, they have lessons from professionals oh. varying across oh. uh, 65,000 courses, oh. Udemy says. Uh, they, they claim to be the largest space for online learning. So if you want to pick up a skill or you just got some spare hours on the weekend, you want to want to impress somebody with carpentry or weaving, um, because I am who I am. I'm currently taking a course in cocktails. Uh, so I've learned about uh, all the tools I need to mix cocktails and all the glasses. So now I have the proper terms, because I know now that it's an old-fashioned or a rocks glass. It's my favorite, because it's also the booziest cocktail you drink out of, instead of the martini glass. But... That's just hard to manage. That thin stem, come on now. Uh, and I also learned about shake technique. I've never really used a Boston shaker before. That's the one where you have the, the metal cup and then a glass cup, and then you smack them together and shake them. I was always so impressed with that because it's like watertight. And now I, have, I learned all about the technique of it. Apparently there's this like magic sweet spot. You gotta karate chop the metal cup in to release the seal. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to start trying that on my own, uh, which also means that I'll just have a bunch of spare cocktails to drink. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to learn new things. And I also get to get drunk in the process, like every good school should be. Uh, if you have been thinking about learning a new skill or you just feel like you might be stagnating a little bit, you want to freshen up the old brain, get those neurons firing again, you should use our promotional code to get 90% off when you sign up for classes. Now, this is kind of a complicated URL, so I'll spell it out, but it's also going to be in the liner notes uh, for the show, the description, whatever. You should be able to find it there. It's ude.my slash dude. So ude.my slash d-u-d-e. ude.my slash dude for 90% off when you sign up for classes. So thank you, Udemy, for educating me on how to poison myself with grace, style, <laughs> and class. Uh, all right. Let's throw it back to side. Oh, oh, there's a dog here, though. Yeah, you got a puppy. Ooh, that's a pup. Oh. How old uh, is she, Matt? Five. Oh, such a puppy. Hi, yeah. puppy. She's going to keep, gonna keep wanting those pets. Our table. I was telling Matt that she's like Bender. She'll never age. Yeah, it seems like a forever right? puppy. She'll get in your lap if you want. Ooh, come here. Here, we'll, we'll take a bit of a break from uh, from Cyberpunk for a sec. Because How dare you? <laughs> you going to climb up? You want to climb up? Uh, I haven't made a, I haven't made a bumper for this I yet, know. but I'm a man that suffers go on, go on. a lot. Go on. Many indignities. Well, maybe the chair's too small. What? Uh, I got the blues, Bruce. <laughs> 
My life is tough. Uh huh. And I got the blues. I thought about making you guys sing the da 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 da. Maybe not this. We're time. not going to sing anything for you. Okay. Well, let me tell you about. Let me tell you about what's going on in my life. All right. All right. Yeah. So last night, uh, Stephanie was staying late with her coworkers because they were going to go to Olive Garden. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, dang, I got a, I got a fence for myself. Mm -hmm. So I was digging around on Google Maps, decided mm -hmm. to find a new restaurant to go to. Okay. Uh, There's this taco place around the corner. Ooh. I rent, I went, looked great. What's it called? Uh, I, I don't want to say it. Oh, yeah. People are going to pin me down. That's valid. That's valid. Uh, I'm going to have women Bell. screaming outside <laughs> my house. It's called Taco Bell. <laughs> don't tell anyone. They have wild sauce. <laughs> That's my secret. It's mild. I don't want anyone else learning that sauce. Uh, but they had bacon wrapped shrimp, which was delicious. Mm -hmm. But, Bruce. Here's where here's where everything falls apart. You keep saying it, but and there is no but in the story yet. So. You don't know that yet. Okay. This, right. is, I, this is a tale of suffering, and this is why. I'm ready. I went for that first shrimp, and I, it, it came with the tails on, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm not gonna let that ruin my day. <laughs> I'm gonna stay upbeat, stay positive. So I go down there, I stab my fork into it, I do my technique, which is I pinch to get the the meat in the tail, pinch it off, and then yank. Oh yeah. Except when I did it, this time, there was like this little chitinous. Shrimp tail hook that stabbed me in my finger. You can't really see it. Hold on, let me. That's it. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Did so you, it's like is it infected. It's on the corner right there. Is it infected? I mean, probably. You're fine. It hurt. You're all right. Sue them. I should. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get beard hairs stuck in your finger? Yeah. Uh, probably beard hair stuck yeah, like, in my they, finger. Yeah, like they like splinters. Yeah. Sometimes they like go into you. There's like oh. really sharp ones. There was. I just realized it's gone now. Maybe it's still there somewhere. There was a like a black bruise underneath because one of my oh, beard hairs, like a splinter, went under my skin. I was like, dear fucking god. You guys, we have the hardest lives in the world. <sighs> the hardest life. I had to eat all my all my bacon wrapped shrimp with a kind of a stinging sensation in my finger. There's some guy <laughs> who. <laughs> When he was born, inherited land. He lived in a castle. He had a jester. He had six wives. He never knew the glory that was bacon ramp shrimp. That's right. Also, there was there were little uh, what do they call them? Damn it, those discs. They're not muscles. Scallops. Scallops. Yeah. There were little scallops packed in there too. It was it was really fucking delicious. Mm. But my finger hurt a little bit. Right. And, and also your. Your significant other, your con concubine, yeah. if you will, was uh, as a king, you know, off at the Olive Garden with unlimited pasta. She, she was off she have the pasta pass? Uh, no. Oh, no, that's we, a thing. There, yeah, there, there are pharaohs who never knew the taste of Alfredo sauce. There's a pasta pass. There's a pasta pass where you can <laughs> like, it's like three hundred dollars a month. A perfectly microwave dish. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, of three, unlimited breadsticks. Three, <laughs> they put three, it in a sack. Three hundred dollars a year. Okay, and I think it's. I want to say it's Even unlimited. Food. It's gross. Isn't there Even like, that. but there's a limited sign up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, can, you got to get in on that. Three hundred dollars a month. I was like, no, no, okay. three hundred a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can eat your worth of what? What do you want? I mean, someone that I don't know, man. If if you're falling on hard times, if you can save up, I think that's, that's a great idea. Three hundred dollars yeah. at the beginning of the year. If you're like you're struggling, if three hundred dollars pays, like that's daily for your whole meal or daily, for your whole year. Yeah, daily pasta. Like, I'm guessing one time a day. Well, it's got to be more than that. No. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. We're looking at the details of unlimited. Yeah, the the. What's wrong time. with this country? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Are you kidding? It's actually the best. Pasta pass. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's uh, any more cyberpunk comments to get out of the way here. Uh, oh yeah, Pixelianos brings up a good point. Uh, I was confused. First they censored the character generation thingy, and then mere moments later thrust bare breasts onto the camera. Anyway, seems inconsistent. It kind of does. Show me that cock! 
<laughs> do you think maybe it? They're going to show Dick. They'll show I hope Dick. so. Oh yeah. Probably. Do you think maybe that would? Yeah, they will. Because it's the beginning of the game. They're sort of like. Just focus on your gender. Don't focus on the, the the body parts, and then. But that's the very beginning of the game, too. You're gonna see I don't tit know. right I, off. I feel like seeing a naked woman in a tub. Is, that it, does make a story point. I feel. Yeah, like. it's like this is this is a person who's been stripped of everything, yeah. um, and they're about to die, and it's like it's it's showing a person at their most vulnerable. There was nothing sexualized about that. Yeah. If you it's sexualize it, you're you're a deviant. It's just humans are meat in this world. Yeah. Nobody's special. We're all this this like weird lump of lump of steak on top of machinery. Did you? I know, you bet I did. Got the pasta pasta deets. Uh, so they they do an unlimited unlimited servings of pasta, unlimited nice. with unlimited super salad and breadsticks for eight weeks for a hundred dollars. That's not bad. Eight weeks. Wait, how many times unlimited. a day? Unlimited. Unlimited. I don't know how many one, times I gotta say it. And in one, one meal? sitting or can no. I? Right. It says unlimited <laughs> servings of pasta with the sauces right. and toppings from the never-ending pasta bowl menu. And soup and salad and breadsticks? And soup and salad and breadsticks wow. for $100 for eight weeks. Or you could do $300 for the year and it's unlimited for the entire year. So three times a day. I can get as much as you, Adam. You could go seven <laughs> times a day. If you it want. does not specify <laughs> sittings. It doesn't. It just says servings. Unlimited servings. It's from a spell. It's like a specific menu. Mm, right. Mm. Unlimited. <laughs> this. There needs to be a commercial of this, of a man, just gorging himself, covered in red sauce, white sauce, yeah. miso soup, or what is? Are the. Uh, uh, What's the oh, Italian soup? Uh, minestrone. Minestrone, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Covered in soup, uh, ranch dressing, breadstick crumbs. And he goes, and uh, how will you be paying tonight, sir? And he goes, I've got my car. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I got a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I love America so much. Well, bad news, though, the pasta passes are sold out. Of course they are. They've been sold out. Man, like movie pass I'm just saying, if, you, if, you're, if you're on hard times, $300. It's a great deal. That, that's... If you if you can feed yourself for a year, you can eat relatively, relatively healthy. Yeah. If you eat the pasta with no sauce, gluten free. No. You can lose weight there's on n- just pasta. I mean, you could, but you would yeah. not be healthy. Oh God, no. There's, I mean, you still need vitamins. Yeah, there's nothing. You'd have to get a multivitamin <laughs> or something to stay yeah. alive. I don't know. Maybe they have orange juice. The teeth would just start getting loose in their sockets, <laughs> but you don't need to chew to get pasta down the throat. Yeah, can you yeah. put all this in a blender for me? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Turn it into a mush if you can. Yeah. The Alfredo shake, please. Uh, <laughs> Those chunks of chicken that are like, kind of taste like chicken. All right. Uh, I've got another tale. Someone else has got the blues. No. But this is from the internet. Bruce is going to read it. Oh, great. <laughs> so this is really long, Bruce, and I apologize about that. Oh, you say that every time. This is longer than usual. It's five pages. All right, well, I'll read it fast. But it's... No, don't read it fast. Savor it. I mean, I, it's, what is it, five pages, you said? Wow. i got to read it somewhat fast. Give Once you get into minutes. the flow, I feel like you'll get it. All right. Uh, I got but yes. Um, I, it doesn't need a whole lot of setting up. So this, uh, the only setup is that somebody shared this on Twitter because they are in a Facebook wedding shaming group. What? And this is a post from somebody who regrettably is... Canceling their wedding. Uh, Omar, I want you there. Thank you. Thank you very much. I feel like we needed some class to go with all this pasta talk. Uh, this is from Facebook.com. Mm-hmm. Dear friends, it comes with great sadness that I'm announcing the cancellation of the blank wedding. I apologize for canceling only four days beforehand. Unfortunately, blank and I have broken up due to some recent and irreparable problems. We've decided to end our relationship and not go forth with any future proceedings. However, we are remaining civil and still a team for our son. After hours of tears, mental exhaustion, and even disassociation, I have come to this decision. In one hour after posting this status, I am going to delete my Facebook. 
Social media has caused me only paranoia and toxicity. I will be spending these next two months backpacking in South America, exploring my soul and ridding myself of toxic energy brought on by my friends and family, the ones who I thought I could trust the most. Hence, I will be out of the country for all of October and November. I, I think I have an idea of this is going. <laughs> Please don't contact me. When I'm ready, I may make a new Facebook and add friends and family that haven't fucking stabbed me in the back. Whoa. How did this all come crashing down? <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, well, I invite you all on Facebook, players, bystanders, and side characters, the people in my life, to take a seat and listen. You're all involved somehow. Somehow everyone is wrapped into this mess. <laughs> Even if you weren't invited to my wedding, I don't care. <laughs> you might hear of the drama, and I'd rather you hear it from me. I'm not asking for sympathy. I just want to tell my story. Before I begin this mini-novel, I invite all of you, including the cunts who have ruined my marriage and life, to put yourselves in my shoes. For once, let me take the stage and let me voice the most painful few months of my life. First things, we're a fairy tale. Oh, first, things were a fairy tale. I met the love of my life at 14. We were both young, but somehow we just knew we were meant to be. We worked on my family's farm together, and we, with each warm summer spent in the fields, our love grew deeper and deeper. Fast forward to high school. We went strong all four years. He put a ring on my finger when I was 18, worth nearly 5K. We put, <laughs> we put everything on the line for each other, everything. We both chose <laughs> to attend the same community college and work full-time in order to build our dream. We spent most of our days by each other's sides. I will always be thankful for that. Fast forward a few years, I was 20. I realized I was pregnant with my first. We were elated, tearful, and thankful to God for this gift. After giving birth to blank, I knew the next step would be to focus on my career and become financially stable. My ex did the same. We saved and saved. I was in love, I was happy, and I was looking forward to life. We continued working and even got our degree. It was hard, yes, but so blissfully worth it. Worth it. We managed to save up ne nearly 15K for a wedding. That's a lot. Since our love was like a fairy tale, we wanted an extravagant, extravagant blowout wedding, one where our son could be included. We started touring venues and were torn between two. A local psychic told us to go with a more expensive option. <laughs> and we thought, why the hell not? We just needed a little push. Our dream wedding amounted to 60K, all included with flights to Aruba. All we asked was for a little help from our friends and family to make it happen. I specifically, I mean specifically, asked for cash gifts. How could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without proper funding? We'd sacrificed so much and only asked each guest for around $1,500. Not bad at all. We talked to a few people who even promised us more to make our dream come true. My maid of honor, who shall not be named, pledged $5,000 along with her planning services. We tearfully thanked and accepted. My ex's family offered to contribute $3,000, so our request for $1,500 for all other guests was not fucking out of the ordinary. No. Like, we made it clear. If you couldn't contribute, you weren't, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. <laughs> I'll read that again. If you couldn't contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once-in-a-lifetime party. <laughs> so we sent out RSVPs, and only eight people replied and sent us a check. <laughs> we were fucking livid. How is this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends? To make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer. Suddenly, more people backed out, including the cunt maid of honor. My best friend since childhood, my second family. I was so shocked and tearful to make matters worse. It was only a month before the wedding. To cancel everything would have been more than 5K. Desperately, we resent our invites and asked people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people, what is $1,000? What is $1,500? Clearly, not a lot. How many pasta passes? It would, it would be quite manageable and within budget. I've heard of people asking for worse. We also set up a GoFundMe that only got us... 
We also set up a GoFundMe. That only got us $250. At this point, we were exhausted, tired. I yelled at my ex. I became unraveled. I realized my dream wedding was becoming a nightmare. Then it got worse. What? My ex came into the room and offered to get a Vegas wedding done. I laughed in his face, but he was dead serious. He wanted those cheap, raggedy, filthy, whore-like Vegas weddings. I mean, what the fuck? Was he out of his mind? Am I some hooch piece of fucking trash, a hooker? Am I supposed to like the idea of getting married in the heart of shady gamblers, alcoholics, and the get-rich-fast fallacy? Suddenly, my body began to shake as I entered a panic attack. My ex left the room and didn't apologize for his horrid suggestion. I then called my maid of honor and cried my eyes out. Instead of sympathy, I was told that I was asking for way too much and that I should stick to my budget. I mean, no words can describe. How could someone who offered me thousands of fucking dollars <laughs> then deny me my promised money and then tell me to shift down my budget? She knows my fucking dream was a blowout wedding. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day and then live my life like normal. I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse of a friend and hung up. Then she blocked me off all social media. Rumors swirled. I received anonymous threats. My ex stayed out later and later and I have a feeling he even cheated. My bridesmaids climbed on the boat with my maid of honor and dissed me. They essentially told me I was crazy. They asked for the deposit back. So I said, fuck you. <laughs> I refused to give it back until they could pay me back for their emotional distress. My ex, my ex started to talk to my maid of honor and gossip about me behind my back. I overheard him talking in the basement when he called me a stuck-up bitch. <laughs> that one's kind of oh, cut off. Uh, I verified he was talking to her on the call because I don't know. Oh. Yeah, the last one's uh, just... Blah, 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 blah. I'm exhausted. I'm bone tired. My heart is... <laughs> It's stone cold, fragmented, empty. Uh, I need to get away from this awful society. How hard would it have been to fucking donate to friends? Do I matter to you? Just fucking give me money for my wedding. I won't even sugarcoat. I won't even pretend that's not what I wanted for a dream. I was backstabbed, cheated on, and worked. Goodbye. See you in two months. Friendly reminder to all you cunts. Don't think you own me. I'm cutting, off, <laughs> I'm cutting all you snakes off. I'm living my own dream now. I only let in those I believe I have good intentions. XOXO. <laughs> oh. Can't be real, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it it's certainly sounds not real. Maybe. I mean, like, it's amazing. It's a perfect lack of self-awareness yeah. that it's like, come on. You, when you're saying shit like that, like, when you say things like, what's, what's, what's $1,500? What's $1,500. But I know there yeah. are people like that. There are so. people like that. There are. And also there, there are people who just, man, Bridezilla's is just the best show. Mm. There are people who think that no rule, no rules apply on your wedding. It's, it's, you can just do whatever you like want. Like Godfather rules. Yeah, you get to... You get to lay claim to whatever you want on that day. Thousand dollars for a wedding? Uh, that's a lot of that's... money. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of people doing a lot more. Oh, oh yeah. no, of course they do more because because it's, it's like they're like blows my mind. This is your one day. It's like yeah, but that money could be used for like you yeah. know a house. And then you have the rest of your life. Yeah, the thing the thing that I'll be in for thirty plus years versus uh, a, a few hours. Yeah. Holy shit! There's a whole fucking industry around this thing. Anyway, I hope it was a joke because it was pretty funny. <laughs> well, there's there's special people in the world, uh, but if you're trying to save up for a wedding, you should look into Dollar Shave Club. Hey, uh, Dollar Shave Club is a bathroom products by mail service. They offer razors, of course, as evidenced by the title, but they also have body shave, lotions, all sorts of uh, wonderful products to keep you looking and smelling right. On that note, they do have what they call One Wipe Charlies, mint wipes for your booty hole. And if, uh, if it ever feels balmy and fiery down there, a little ISR on, you should cool it off. Just imagine if you, if you poured a giant bucket of water on the ISR on, how wonderful and relieved that would feel. That's you. That's your anus right now. Um, and you just need to douse it with some mint lotion. 
Bizarrely, Dollar Shave Club has some suggestions, depending on what you might shave. They say you might shave your whole body to get ready for a bike race. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, you might shave your hair to get ready for your soccer match. Sure, we do that. Um, what I would say is if you want a cool cyber haircut like mine, you will do indeed need to shave. Uh, the starter kit is a good deal for that. Uh, that's the offer we have for you guys. It's at dollarshaveclub.com dude. And it's only five bucks, but it includes little sampler packs of everything or a lot of their best products. Uh, specifically, it's got the executive razor with, uh, with four cartridge refills. It's got a hydrating body cleanser. It's got shave butter. So instead of shave cream, it's like, it's a little, it sits closer to your skin and it's transparent, makes it easier to shave. And it comes with three one wipe Charlies. So you can, you can get that smooth sensation where it's all cracked and red. Uh, and honestly, just apart from everything else, $5 for all those products is a really good ass deal. Uh, if you're, I, I would recommend trying it because they are good products, but if you just wanna, if you just wanna have all your bathroom products set for a couple of weeks, five bucks is probably the cheapest you're gonna do. So I'd recommend you go to dollarshapeclub.com slash dude just to get the starter kit by itself. And then, you know, once you're there, you can look around and if you like the products, you can order more. But yeah, dollarshapeclub.com slash dude for the $5 starter kit. That's uh, five, or that's the handle, uh, four razors, uh, body wash, shave butter, and the one wipe Charlie's. So thank you, Dollar Shave Club, for the sponsorship. And hopefully you thank them when you're sitting on a cool cloud of refreshment. Uh, all right, let's close things out with a little hard netting. Mm. Uh, so the, the current leader, the current winner, yeah. All right. Didn't, I didn't even remember that I had a thing for that. Oh shit, we should've been playing the Cyberwatch thing this whole time. Oh yeah, that's right, it was, uh, this whole podcast is Cyberwatch. Basically. Ah uh, well, thank you, thank you Omar, it counts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just only a little bit yeah. of it. Yeah. This is like a guy with a Samsung Gear VR and he's just, yes. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's looking just at. Pointing <laughs> <around>. <laughs> just black. <laughs> just, pointing. He's just in darkness. So our current our current champion is HG Freaks. I love this guy. Really, really good at pace. He, he, yeah, he, he slaps out some licks and wears the cutest anime girl clothes doing it, um, which Killing. lends itself to some pretty wild thumbnails. But clearly living his best life. Ooh, and we respect him for that. It's good, good bass lick. Yeah, he's really good. He's really, really good. Nice. He can I'm play for corn. Good. <laughs> uh, this week I'm sending it up against uh, DK Vine, which uh, is going to get a little complicated. They've been, they've been revamping their website. Uh, so, DK Vine is the home on the internet to Donkey Kong. The Donkey Kong Universe, or DKU, as they call it. Romance of the DKU is the breakdown of every possible romantic relationship in any Donkey Kong anything. And that includes the animated show, all that sort of stuff. The thing that I want to call attention to, yeah, Twilight's Vestige, Twilight Vestige's Guide to Monogamous Mammoths. Uh, what I'd like to call attention to is the self-aware tone that this whole article is written in. Uh, just, just for funds, I also pulled up the uh, the web archive version of this article or this. This particular entry because it's a, uh, as it is now, this this website enters like a, a infinite reloading loop, which makes it a little hard to read. That's what it used to look like there. Oh, yeah, a lot of the pictures load a little better when it's in uh, when it's in history form too. <laughs> reloading loop. Yeah, oh, there it goes. The yeah. new one is a little more intense. I clicked on the next article, so uh, I'll favor you guys with a little excerpt because yeah, there's there's a lot of different articles here about the various pairings of Donkey Kong. I love that it cuts to us staring at us. We all have the weirdest blank look on our face. <laughs> I know. 
so here's here's one. So <laughs> as you'd expect, they they got a touch on it. Fox and Crystal, uh, the will they won't they pairing of the Donkey Kong universe. Who are they? Yeah. From Star Fox. Because crossovers from who's, Smash. Who's Crystal? She's the oh Bruce. I know who obviously Fox is, but oh hey, Bruce, who's, who's Crystal? Oh, is Crystal what is from Crystal? Star Fox? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Uh, that's, oh, that's the food. Oh, stop this. Gonna be Who is this gross, disgusting, real woman? <laughs> there we are. Whoa. That's the crystal I know. Oh, yeah, she, she was from Star Fox Adventures. That's right. Remember? On the GameCube, Bruce. I didn't play that. He fought dinosaurs. I didn't play that. Remember? Remember when the game was on the N64 and you just flew a ship and you shot at things and everyone liked it? And they yeah. said, no, more complicated. <laughs> Whoa! So yeah, Crystal has, as you'd expect. You better be careful what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, fine. Everything's fine. Nothing about this is suggestive at all. Wow. Uh, Crystal has gave a lot of little furries their first rumblings. Uh, all the little millennials out there figuring out that they're a little too into a. Oh. I mean, she's <laughs> close. There's really nothing there that you can look at. Not yet. Yeah. Not until I keep scrolling. 3D mouse pad. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> if only they made it more realistic instead of her having humanoid breasts. Yeah, it was just eight nipples. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just Some fruits go there. Not a yeah. whole lot do. Hmm. Uh, but, quote, Fox and Crystal's relationship has the widest variety of outcomes. It could either be the most successful with the two married and having a child, or the most tragic next to Conquer and Berries, with Crystal leaving Fox and being scorned by the entire Lilat system. It also has the large stage gap between DKU love interests, Crystal is 18 and Fox is 26 oh. at the start of Star Fox Adventures. Nice work, Fox. <laughs> uh, you got one. <laughs> continuing on from there, a lot of people dislike how Crystal is Fox's love interest. Some of them are Fox and Farrah Phoenix shippers, but others dislike how it flattens and cheapens her character. Crystal's role in Adventures was defined definitely diminished from what it was to be in Dinosaur Planet. That's what it was before it became Star Fox Adventures, we all know. Uh, but time constraints and possible cultural differences probably led to that. Crystal having a crush on the male protagonist, however, is not a new thing. This was the case even in Dinosaur Planet, in which Crystal had a crush on Saber. Let's ignore the canon, quote, siblings by adoption thing. They weren't raised by Randorn at the same time anyway. Sorry, incest fans. So, uh, that's a little breakdown of the texture between two of the characters in the DKU. When you read that, I imagine someone at a panel, at like a convention, and then the camera pans out and it's an empty room. <laughs> those are my favorite panels where there's more people on the panel than yeah. in the room. I've been, on, I've been on one and, of those. Yeah. Oh, nice. Whenever I go to an anime convention, I try to find those and just dip in. Cooper and Amber? Who are these people? They're from the Donkey Kong animated show. Uh, let's see here. Traveling from unknown reason a storm comes along, Amber decides that the best course of action is to stay on an obviously haunted house <laughs> with the insane man making airplane noises inside. Cooper, not exactly the bravest of folks. What is it? Oh, is wait. It Donkey Kong is this, show? Is this I don't know. I didn't know that. Grab by the Ghoulies or whatever that show, that game was called? I guess it's rare. So it's in the, the Xbox? It's it. in the DKCU? Yeah, I guess. Oh, sorry. DKVU. Amber yells Donkey at him Kong. for being useless because Video Cribbins universe. ended up having to save her. Despite this, she still gives him a hug and the two have a brief moment together. What happens next can be, best be described by this. Boy meets girl, girl sees mad scientist. Mad scientist transforms girl, boy meets ghoul, boy loses boner, boner makes potion, boy uses potion on ghoul, boy makes this. And there's just like a fat, disfigured girl. That's, All right. So that's from the cartoon, that's from the game? Uh, Whatever. It might be from Grabbed by the Ghoulies. I'm gonna, hold on, let me. Because one of them's hand-drawn looking, the other one's 3D. Pretty um, sure this Never mind. 
<laughs> I think Matt's trying to figure it out. I appreciate yeah. that. I think settle down, Matt. I think they're just saying that every game in that Rare has made is con- in the same canon. Oh, they're saying it's all in the Killing Universe. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was and where's game. Jet Force Gemini? That's just what I was thinking about. And it's probably on this website. That's what I was going to ask. We can look. We can keep looking. Perfect Dark and Perfect Dark Zero. Uh, what's her name? Joanna uh, Dark. Joanna Dark. Yeah. Look, no man's woman. Look up. Look up Joanna Dark. Yeah, who's she married to? Is there a search on this website? Because I know who she'd date, Master Chief. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he has no sex drive because he was chemically castrated. (laughs) You can stick a dildo on him. You can stick things in him, yeah. Conker and Barry have the most complicated and thus longest article. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. This is all from the same individual? Yeah. Okay. Twilight Vestige, what's his name? Yeah. Yep. Do they? Do we see that link still works? Do we find out if uh, Joanna Dark is on that website? Uh, not sadly, it's uh, it's Donkey and Diddy. No, sorry, Whew, that was close. Diddy and Dixie. Oh, there we go. Uh, and yeah. then Fox and Crystal, the two from Grab by the Coolies, and Conquer and Barry. That's it. So it's sort of limited to anamorphic, yeah, type but characters. The two characters from Grab by the Coolies are both people, real yeah, humans. Maybe there's something animalistic about them that this author likes. It's cute that Matt thought there was a collective. Instead of just one, just one psychotic individual. There's like a whole bunch of people maintaining this blog. <laughs> it looks like a lot of writing. I didn't know if they were, yeah, contributors. So you know what? People got to write somewhere, Matt. It's true. true. When it, sit down, if it just pours out of you. Yeah. Again. I mean, uh, Ted Kaczynski or whatever had a hell of a manifesto. <laughs> oh, yeah, he right. wrote that by himself. <laughs> uh, Hitler wrote Mein Kampf. He was insane. That's right, yeah. All right, point taken. I'm just saying, there's <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of gifted people out there who could write a lot of words. You compared this person to Ted Kaczynski <laughs> and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh. They should be honored. Twilight vestige. Uh, oops. Oh, it's DK Viniversary. Vin, Vin oh, it's August 22nd, 2018. It just happened. DK Vine is 19 years old. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. Well, our new style is updated for the '90s. They actually pretty. They're, they're kind of funny when they write. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's the thing. Like this, it's super. It's fairly self-aware, despite being writing about cartoon squirrels having sex. Mm. But isn't that the point? Yeah. See, like I want to see like some sort of like fall off the deep end where they throw DK VineCon and no one shows up, and then he gets on the blog and says like. Wild success, guys. We need more attendance next year, but, but it's still just shouting to nobody. <laughs> it is It is not even an echo chamber because it's not big enough. No, no. Nobody knows about this. Yeah. This, oh, it, it is a literal blog. Yeah, about everything Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, and nope. I guess still rare. Some, some and Sea of Thieves. Thieves, yeah. Still on rare. Well, that's good. Yeah. At least they know what they want. They also got to go to E3. They showed badges that they had. I had to check out all the Donkey Kong-related announcements. I wonder if they went... If they registered for an E3 badge under DK Vine, I wonder if, they, I wonder if E3 gave them a press well, badge. Anyone can go to E3 now. Well, I mean, like, they, they, do they have a press badge or they just have a badge? I don't know. Because you can just pay for one now. That's not the, now, if it was a press badge and had blood on it, <laughs> then you got yourself a story. Let's see, let's see. What was that? Was that right there. Oh, oh that's oh, that, okay. Hmm. They was, went to Microsoft Theater. We did that. I, well, yeah, but I think it sounds like you're trying to make sure that. People understand that they're not bigger than we are. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> anyone could go. It's not like... We did that. I'm just saying... It's not a big deal. No, we're not a big deal. I mean, we just yes, fucking, we, we just snuck in. We're like, hey, let us in. Like, you got it. We well, know just as much about Donkey Kong. No, but I'm just saying, like, anyone can get a badge. So that's like him holding up a PAX badge at this point. Well, I, maybe it looks like they got into that same place we did, which means they know somebody at Microsoft like we did. No, they didn't. There was a huge line. You just waited in line to wait in another line. Lines for days. 
Okay, Adam, whatever you say. Remember the... Was it they had the giant machine? I'm just saying, this person at DK Vine may be a little more uh, reputable. I watched James play that shitty Dragon Ball game. <laughs> we all did. Oh, <laughs> oh Shonen Jump? Was that was, yeah, that's Maybe. all we did. Jump Force or whatever? Jump Force, yeah. Jump, jump Force, shit, jump. Again, Naruto was, or Goku is stronger. <laughs> he just, James just ran away, and then the game ended. Stupid. Was, so you want to buy it? Those e three bananas good. Sorry, yeah. I just had to know. <laughs> I mean... Donkey Kong. All right, H.J. Uh, Freaks versus the romantic analysis of D.K. Vine. Uh, Matt, we'll hear from you first. Clarifying question on hard netting. You got it. I apologize if you've been over this. Is it partially what would be more more difficult to find? What's deeper in the internet? Yes. Okay. No. Wait. No. Are you talking about rarity, <laughs> or just the? Uh, Hard netting, how, di- how deep do you have to dig into the internet to find this? Is that part of it or no? Am I, am I off there? No. Okay. I think, I think the factor is how much less likely would it be for you to discover these things without okay. the internet. Okay. I'm going to go, my gut tells me DK Vine. Wow. All right, that's one on the board for uh, Fox and Crystal. Furry. Uh, all right, Adam, who are you voting for? I'll give it to the furry porn blog. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Bruce? I was, I was going DK Vine as well. Ah, okay. I, uh, HJ Freaks, I feel like, has had his time in the sun. Mm. Yeah, look at all the subscribers. Yeah. I feel like also you could go to like Little Tokyo. He, he's going to be performing in venues soon. That's true, you're right. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, that's, there'll be Lady Gaga on one side. And HJ Freaks. HJ Freaks. Like, he'll be, here's the thing, he'll be the opening act one year, but next year, Lady Gaga is going to be opening up for him. <laughs> you mean her? Huh? Oh, is it a her? I'm I don't sorry. know. I'm not sure. Them. They. Them. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. I'd go listen. It's good. It's good. He's got great faces. He's going to handle all the costume changes, they. though. Are there costume changes? I, they. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Every time. Every time HD Freaks is on, mm-hmm. the, on the base. I'm saying if you perform a live show, though, do you do... I guess you have it. to. Yeah, you have to. That's I tough. I, yeah. He's got to be a performer. Boo-hoo. I paid my 20 bucks. I got to get VIP. Look at that. Again. Look at the subtitles, what is this? They're actually listing <laughs> out all the notes. Wow, jeez. God. I mean, that's great, but DK Vine's better. They've got magic fingers. DK right, it's, not, it's not who's better, right. it's what's more pure. I'm saying DK right. Vine's better. All right, okay. well, as the, for, uh, for next week, I'll have a new analysis, a new, a new romantic analysis from DK Vine or, or something else that I can pull out of that website. Uh, in the meantime, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening, viewer. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, I'd appreciate it if you left a comment or rated it, recommended it to a friend, or just do nothing. Have a good day. Go on with your day. That's good for me, too. Uh, but I would also like it if you want to listen to us next week. I guess we'll see you then. Oh, wait, first. Oh, damn. Um, can we show these yet? I pulled all these over yeah, here. Yeah, just do Sure, it. why not? All right. Hype, hype the kids. Yeah. yeah. Showing off all my ribs New stuff. Fat. New uh, stuff we got. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's a pile. We got a pile of new shirts. These are coming out, uh, I guess... Quarter three. There's not really a date on it yet. Soon. No. Soon. I like pass them down. Fish. Sure. So the, we got some fresh designs. There you go. Some that. hot looks. Some pop. They're for the winter. Popping threads. Yeah. Oh, man. So yeah. Ooh. These are pretty cool. This is kind of part of our, uh, our like, VHS line, if you want to call it that. This, it reminds man, me of Destiny. Those Dest- are rad. It reminds me of Destiny, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's, like, some Destiny. There's some, like, Wipeout influence in the logo design and stuff. Got a little long sleeve hood here for you. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, a lot of, uh, like... Early 80s 
cool. minimalist geometric stuff going on. You can't. Sorry, audio listeners, you obviously can't see this through your, your podcast, but maybe click on the, the YouTube video and just skip right to the end to see some of the new designs we got coming out. So yeah, no, uh, no date just yet, but um, you, can, you can bet that we'll be announcing it on social media, yep. on this podcast, and everything like that when they launch. So, and that's, I think there's even a few more pieces that aren't there are, here. Yeah, there's like uh, a, there's a cool jacket. The jacket's pretty awesome. Oh, hmm. It's a red jacket. Yeah. It's so weird to see merch make stuff that like I'm not cool enough to wear. They're <laughs> like, you're making stuff for like cool people. Do you want me to wear this? <laughs> so I'll try. Yeah. As a brief aside, darndest. something we always said is that we always wanted Rooster Teeth merch to exist independently from what we do. We right. can just be the lens through which, but ideally somebody would just see somebody wearing it and be like, oh, I want to buy that. That's a cool design. Yeah, I would love to see some sort of homeless person wearing our clothes. So you can see that now. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> so yeah, huge shout outs to the merch design team at Rooster Teeth. Yeah. They, they killed it. These are great. Uh, and hopefully you guys can scrape together your pennies and throw them at us and then, and then we can get our, our mansions full of t-shirts. And all the pasta pass we can eat. <laughs> Speaking of eating oh, like kings. Yeah. But yes. Uh, sorry for the sorry for the brief insert. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you next week. Bye everybody. Bye.